Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, world. This is Austin from A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. If you love this podcast episode and if you love this podcast in general, I have some other really, really great things. So first and foremost, I actually am an approved teacher for guided meditations on the Insight Timer app. So you can actually search that on Google Store as well as the Apple Store. That's going to be, once again, Insight Timer. You can also find some guided meditations like self-love and wealth affirmations on my YouTube. That's going to be PMPVXMEO, or you can just look up PVMPV Podcast on YouTube. You can also find me on Instagram, PMPV Podcast. You can also find my website, PMPVPodcast.com. That will also take you a link to my guided affirmation cards. There's 35 cards, all with guided affirmations with beautiful phrases, starting with I am. It's one of the most powerful phrases we can use when talking about ourselves, and we need to make sure that we follow ourselves up with love and that affection. So if you're curious at all, and if you're open to exploring or checking out something different, I strongly encourage you, if you love this podcast, and if you love these episodes, and if you really resonate with them, check out some more of my content. It's beautiful, and I know you're going to love it. Peace and blessings and love and light always. Ashe. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, world, and welcome to A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. I am your host, Austin Varvel, and I want to start this episode with a little bit of love. And with that love, I want to just speak to you directly and specifically and tell you that I'm proud of you. I'm so very proud of you for facing the battles, overcoming the challenges, and facing those inner truths that no one knows about. For all of those nights where you may have been crying, where you have been upset, frustrated, and just questioned, what the fuck is going on? Why am I experiencing this? Why is this happening right now? The reason why I wanted to start with that is because I've had a lot of people reach out to me and even in discussion, people are going through an uprooting of their lives. And I've talked about this for a couple of episodes now. And, you know, I think that in the human experience, we find that you know, these are such massive and such big moments. However, if we really look at our life, we really kind of see that we've had several or a sequence of massive and big moments, right? It's just in that moment we thought it was big. Anyway, what I'm getting at is that, you know, there has been this transformation and this change, right? This catalyst that each and every person is experiencing right now. And it's on a varying degree of magnitude for each and every person so some people could be changing their entire livelihood some people could be changing something as small as the way that their bedroom or their living room looks something can someone could be you know releasing or letting go of or moving on from you know a several decade long relationship whatever it is there takes a great deal of strength to be able to overcome those things, to be able to face those things, to have those tough conversations, not only with yourself, but the other person and or people involved. So I just want to say I'm proud of you. There's been a lot of things that have brought up specifically with a lot of the self, right? And how we identify ourselves, how we look at ourselves, how we view ourselves in the world, how we view ourselves when we interact with others. There's been 
hopefully for a lot of you, a reignition of authenticity, where we are stepping into our most authentic self, where we are stepping into this new change. And we are unapologetic for who we are, for the way that we believe, for the way that we think, for the people that we want to love and the people that we want to be with. We are just who we are. And we're being genuine and we're being honest and we're saying, fuck who has anything else to say about it, right? Because what matters is our truth. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for doing that. I'm proud of you for stepping into that. I'm proud of you for making the changes and making the choices that are best for you. Now, all of that accumulates into the journey of self-discovery. And that journey is exactly that. It's a lifelong journey. And, you know, a lot of people, when they talk to me, they're like, oh, you know yourself so well. You've done a great job with, you know, learning and understanding. I assure you, it sounds like it, but I'm learning more about myself every single day, right? I am continuing to unravel the many layers that is Austin, as each and every one of you are continuing to unravel the many layers that is you. And I find that as we continue to get deeper and to get deeper into who we are and to what we are and our purpose here in this life and what we're here to do, we find that a lot of the things we once believed or a lot of the people that we once had around, that that they necessarily weren't the best for us, right? And it's because we were comfortable around them, we enjoyed their time and space, we enjoyed their energy, whatever it was, we continued to live that way. And it could even be a way of thinking, right? We used to think about ourselves in a certain way. We used to feel a certain way about ourselves. And we realized that that's holding us back, that that's not conducive to the life that we want to live, right? It's like we're looking at this blueprint of all these instructions that we need in order to build the life that we want. But they're conflicting with everything that we've ever known. So we're fighting it. And we were fighting it. And now we no longer are. We are letting that go. We are taking the time to release. We are taking the time to reflect. We are taking the time to understand, to be able to understand ourselves, the world around us. But more importantly, we are understanding and integrating ourselves into the planet, into everything around us. And we are finding that we are the perfect puzzle piece to that exact spot where we are meant to be. We're no longer trying to force our puzzle piece into somewhere we don't belong. We're not trying to cut off parts of ourselves or hide parts of ourselves just so we can fit in. We know and believe that we are that beautiful, perfect puzzle piece that will fit perfectly where it's meant to. And if you don't, it's okay because you're on the way. You are on your way to get there. And, you know, part of that journey as well is understanding that Sometimes you're not going to be that way all the fucking time. Like, I, I, you know, it's annoying when people are just like, well, you can be happy all the time. Yes, you can. However, you know, that's a lot of narrative. That's a lot of schema. That's a lot of things to change. And yes, ultimately, the goal is to be happy at peace. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to experience negativity. What it means is that you're going to be calm and you're going to understand that the negativity is there to help you 
through that situation and you're going to find peace in the negativity, right? Because peace isn't just a result of happiness. Peace is an ability to flow with all that you experience, both good and bad, right? When you're able to be on a raft and you're able to ride the waves and the flow, right? Whether it be an ocean, a river, if that current is strong, you're going to need a strong raft. You're going to need a strong mind to be able to ride those waves. But if you have a strong enough mind or a strong enough raft you're going to be able to sustain that peace you're going to be able to float and stay above water as opposed to having a weaker raft right a more deteriorated or an older raft that's an older way of thinking that's a more deteriorated mind right and that only happens when we're not growing when we're not investing when we're not taking that time to learn and reflect on who we are what we are and what we're here to do so once again i'm fucking proud of you Right. Because like this journey of self-discovery, man, it can it can bring up some dark shit. (laughs) It can bring up some wild shit. It can bring up some shit we never knew was there. You know, and for a lot of us, as we go through life, we compartmentalize. Right. We compartmentalize and we kind of just all deal with that later. I'll deal with that later. I'll deal with that later. I'll deal with that later. And then we try to close the door on that later. And we can't close that door anymore because they put way too much shit in there. So now we have to go back and sort through it. Some of us choose to do that. Some of us choose not to. Some of us choose to do it partly or halfway. Some of us choose to clean it all up. Whatever it is and wherever you are, I just want you to know I'm proud of you. Because it's tough getting into that closet. It's tough pulling all of those things out. It's tough dealing with that pain of the past. Of dealing with the way that we used to think or trying to break the way that we used to think right or the way that we even think now you know we always want to progress and be better but in order to do that we have to shed something of the past and I don't think people realize in order to live a whole new life you have to really give up your old one and I don't know it's a commonly used phrase right like it's especially with successful people entrepreneurs you know people who want to live this idealized life in order to live a new life you must sacrifice the old one sometimes for people that's your entire life the people you knew the places you were the life that you lived the the complete narrative of your every single day will completely change and revamp You know, are you willing and ready to do that? And if you're not, it's okay. And that's the point of it, right? Is like, once again, this is a journey. This isn't, this doesn't have, the only set destination that we have is transcendence back into the universe, right? Death. That's, that's really the only end destination that we all commonly have. Now, the journey itself No matter where we are in our development, we're still going, right? And that's something to celebrate. So once again, even if you're not at the place where you want to, if you're not at, you know, the life or the home or with the person that you want to be with, that's okay. Because, you know, I see a lot of people nowadays, they're like, oh, I just want this perfect person. I want my king. I want my queen. I want my perfect person. What vibration are you you vibrating at? right? What energy are you emitting off, right? Do you want your perfect person while you still got two, three sneaky links on the roster on the side? Because I don't think your perfect person would want that. 
I don't think your perfect person would want to vibrate or be with someone who does that, right? Once again, like you have to really realize and reassess where you are to receive that which you want. Are you in the right place to make a million dollars? Because if you are and if you were, you would have it made because you're in the place of receiving and understanding on how to not only have it, but how to build it and keep it. Right. Once again, if we had a million dollars right now, could we keep it? What's the point of giving someone a million dollars if they're just going to go right back to it? You know, I saw a really great quote was you give a rich man a thousand dollars, he'll bring you back a hundred thousand. If you give a broke man a thousand dollars, he'll come back with an iPhone. That's that's fucking monumental. Right. Because once again, the difference between the two isn't the way they grew up. It isn't the life that they had. It isn't their family. It's the knowledge that they have. And that's the one thing, right, is on this journey of self-discovery, it's all knowledge. It's all knowledge of who we are, of understanding what we're here to do, and understand how we can physically manifest and become that which we desire to be. That's it. It's that's all this. It's, it's literally discovering the self, right? So... I just wanted to once again share this message with you all because, you know, I'm going through tough times. I know that several people are going through tough times. And I think that in our own way, we're all going through this moment in transition of transformation. I don't even want to say bad times. It's just a period of transformation, right? We're going through this kind of like chrysalis, if you will. And a lot of people are also having gone through this already and now experiencing their receiving right they're receiving the abundance they're receiving the blessings they're receiving this happiness and once again that's a part of the journey of self-discovery too right that's the more celebratory that's the more reaping the rewards of that work that you had put in right you're seeing the fruit from the seed you have sown right but that can only be done when you're putting in that work right when you've understood where to plant the seeds where you've assessed what your plot of land looks like when you've made sure that you have the fertile soil when you've used the tools that you need to make sure that the nutrients can get to the seeds through that soil. And then, of course, making sure you water it, making sure that it's not just dead soil, right? That's all you. That is all you. Are you making sure that you yourself, your mind, your spirit, your energy is fertile enough to receive that which you want to hold and to sustain the manifestation that you want? So when you're planting the seed of something you want, you need your mind, body and spirit, specifically your mind and spirit to align and allow your body, that which is the earth, to be able to provide the nutrients, right? The actions, the momentum, the energy, the vibration, to be able to bring it to life, to allow that seed to sprout, to allow that fruit to then be yielded. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what and who we are. We are that which we are trying to create. And when we treat our mind, our bodies, our souls, our health, as though we would a plot of land, we will reap great rewards. Or the fruit that will come from us will be bountiful. It will be delicious. It will be exponential. It'll be expansive, right? Because no matter what seed you put in the dirt, as long as that fertile is, that soil is fertile, as long as you are taking care of it the way that you should, you'll grow anything, 
right? Of course, climate, atmosphere, environment, what is that? The energy around you, the people around you, the workplace around you, as long as those things, those things definitely take a factor. But once again, a rose can grow through the cement. If a rose can grow through the cement, you can grow and manifest anything you want, no matter where you're at. What matters is your mindset. What matters is is how you feel. And you can't get there until you discover yourself. But also understand, and this is the the part that kind of pisses me off at times. You're never going to fully understand everything. You're never going to fully understand yourself. Right. You're never going to get it all done. That's something that Abraham Hicks always says, you know, in the law of attraction, you're never going to get it all done. It's never all going to be done. It's never going to be complete. And at first it always used to piss me off because, you know, I'm very much a person that's like I'm a completionist. Like, I, it, what do you mean? I can't get it done. Watch me. But no, Austin, you're not. You can't. You can't. You can't. This isn't one that you can figure out. This isn't one that you could 100 percent. Right. This isn't that video game that you can just get that full max achievement on. Because you're forever unfolding. Even when you're 90, 95 years old, you're still unraveling things that you want, things you want to learn, things you want to know about. You're never just going to know everything. So, you know, giving yourself that grace and more importantly, giving yourself that peace, right? If you're not where you want to be today, that's okay. Let's put a little work in. Let's put a little percentage in. Let's clean up the house. Let's do the dishes, right? Let's tell let's speak some love to ourselves. Let's write down some goals that we have, some things that we want to do, right? Let's take some time to, you know, strategically focus on that debt, to strategically focus on how we want to build the life and the things that we want. If we want to become an entrepreneur, let's start to put forth that action. Let's start to put forth that work. But most importantly, Let us continue to be curious. Let us continue to want to discover that curiosity and that desire to continue to learn more and to continue to explore is truly what the foundation of this journey of self-discovery, right? Because let me ask you, how curious have you been about yourself? How much have you wanted to discover about who you are? Right. And I'm not talking about asking parents. I'm not talking about, you know, searching your life history or your genealogy, which are great, great sources, right? Talking with family, understanding the way that we grew up, understanding the time period and the issues or the experiences that we had really helped develop and shape and understand and give us even sympathy and peace and help build or rebuild bonds with family members. And doing your genealogy gives you the opportunity to connect with people, to connect with people actually around the world, right? Who could be long lost family members, who could be able to provide insight and understanding as to who you are, could give you a new sense of pride in your background, your culture, right? But let's dig deeper than that, you know, and on this topic, I wanted to talk about a couple of specific things, starting with astrology. Now, when I talk about astrology, right, I'm, I'm first and foremost, I'm no astrologer. I want to say that now. I use astrology as a tool to better understand myself, the people around me, and what's happening in the world. Now, for example, they're big three, as they're called. That is your sun, your moon, and your rising sign. These signs are so important because for me specifically, and, you know, there's an overall agreed consensus on these definitions, but, you know, this is kind of my perspective. Your sun sign is kind of who you are in the world, right? It kind of determines your energy 
and the type of person, the type of character your avatar is. Your moon sign really determines how you understand people, how you understand emotions, how you understand yourself and how you can build and bridge all of those things together to develop a greater understanding of, once again, the people around you and the world around you. And lastly, your rising sign is your passion, your drive, right? The type of work that you do, the type of energy that you have while working, right? And it's just, once again, your your type of passion or drive in the world and in existence. And it doesn't have to be for a career or for a job, just in life, right? How passionate are you? What makes you passionate? How do you communicate or channel or use that passion, right? Or that work, once again. Now, for those of you who are familiar with astrology, my big three is I'm a Taurus sun, I'm a Capricorn rising, and a Virgo moon. So those three signs all are from, are what's known as earth signs. The earth signs are very grounded, we are very connected to nature, um, we are very stubborn, um, but we're very also loyal, right? And we can also be very honest, sometimes brutally honest. But we're very analytical. We very much just sit back. We're often, you know, introverted people. Um, kind of just describes my entire life, right? But also, you know, astrology is so much bigger than that, right? Because you can go into, you know, what sign uh, Venus was in. Venus represents love and the way you connect with others, the way you, you know, really build those relationships. You could look at where your Mercury was. Mercury discusses how you you know, communicate how you do exactly that, discuss how you move, the type of, you know, thoughts that you have, how witty you are, right? We could also talk about, you know, Saturn, right? Saturn has a lot to do with change, transformation. Well, that's more Pluto, I'm sorry. But, you know, Saturn has a lot to do with lessons, right? The bigger lessons and a lot more authority and structure and bringing in, you know, that structure if it need be. Um, once again, talking about Pluto, right? Pluto is an incredible experience for, once again, that change, that transformation, that death, something like that. Like it's, it's very much about transformation. So, you know, once again, I'm not an astrologer. I'm not going to claim to be an astrologer. I use and learn about astrology to learn more about myself and the people and the things around me. Um, but I encourage you, you know, look these things up look up more about yourself be curious beyond just your physical go into the metaphysical go into the energetic right another thing that i've started to look at and, and you've heard me speak on a couple of episodes is human design you know human design is a newer science that's picking up traction um and it's very interesting because obviously you know these are what's known as quote-unquote pseudosciences right so it's hasn't necessarily been accepted by the main quote-unquote scientific community but ultimately you know astrology is something that has been researched it could be tried and true time and time again um, i know people who can go back in history hundreds of years and speak on the planetary alignments and correlate it to the events and the experiences that happened um, it's it's fucking incredible right and 
Are things absolute? No, not at all. But once again, astrology is a tool to help us understand and see the world around us through another lens. Once again, we're able to explore and be curious and see through another perspective that could help give us a greater understanding of not only ourselves, but the things and the people around us. So going back to human design, there's four types. There are uh, projectors, there are reflectors, there are manifestors, I'm sorry, five types. And there are manifesting generators, and then there are generators. Um, I'm not going to get into the specifics of each one because honestly, I don't, I'm not a professional at it. I'm not a master at it, right? I'm continuing to learn it. Um, I've been exposed to this science for a couple of years now. Um, and, you know, once again, being honest with myself, I haven't necessarily done the research that would make me as credible when it comes to authoritatively speaking on this, right? Speaking on it as an authority and being able to educate. I'm not, I'm not here to do that. I'm kind of just sharing my perspective and you know what I've learned. So I'm a projector. I am a projector and what projectors do is we are, we're able to see the much, much bigger picture. We're able to zoom out and see, you know, the overall goal and kind of, you know, what that overarching end game looks like, right? And what that success looks like. What I will say is that sometimes we have trouble not seeing the steps on how to get there, right? We, we kind of have this zoomed out macro view where almost imagine like most people see a continent, some see a country, some see a state, some see a city. Projectors, we see the entire world, right? That's that's the scale or the magnification or that, that zoom out, if you will, right? We see the huge picture. And we sometimes can see, you know, end goals or, you know, stories or things that'll come together years down the line. So I bet if you were to do the research and look it up, I would imagine that a lot of successful leaders are projectors because they're able to see the bigger picture. They're able to communicate. Projectors are also great teachers and they're also natural leaders, right? They're people who are very connected to society and they're very connected to the world. Um, my specific projector type, I am an educator. I am someone who is an uplifter. I am a natural born leader. Um, I'm someone who's very charismatic and can connect to people and people want to share things with me. They, they want to talk with me. However, something very important about a projector is that when we talk, we speak substance, we speak transformation. So what I mean by that is that when we speak, we go to the very depth or the essence of what the problem is. So when someone comes and talks to me about the relationship, I'm going to talk to you about what you did to contribute to it or what they did to contribute to it. I'm going to be completely objective. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. And for a lot of people, it's it's not necessarily the depth or the level of which they're either willing to go through or they haven't perceived yet. So they're not necessarily ready, right? Or they don't want to see it. So, you know, one thing about a projector is because our energy is so transformative, it's so intense and it can be very, very radical, right? In the sense of how action is committed after, right? That information is given or what we could create or what we could start. Or once again, that change in transformation, that chain reaction that we could create. So as projectors, we must await an invitation. Now, this isn't a formal invitation, not something you get in the mail. What I'm talking about is, you know, one thing that I do with people is when they, they want to vent or share with me, I ask them a question. Are you telling me this because you want to vent or are you telling me this because you would like feedback or advice on this situation? 
because those are two very different things, right? Sometimes people just want to vent to be able to vent and get the shit off their chest. They know what they need to do. They know the actions they need to take, but they need to talk it out to get and release that energy, right? They're not here to ruminate it. They're not here to keep the wheel spinning. They just need to get it out. They just need to vent, right? They don't want to, you know, they don't want to know what they need to do. They know that they just need to get it out. And then there are those who need to know what to do. They want the advice. They want the feedback. They want what our perspective is. And initially as a projector, I didn't get that. I didn't get that at all. Like I I just felt like everybody thought this way and everybody kind of had the same mindset. So like everybody was ready for the deep conversations. Everybody was willing to go just to the depth of what the issue is, address it, face it, move on and let go. That was nowhere near the fucking case. I actually unfortunately lost a lot of friendships or, you know, connections with people because I went too deep. Right. I spoke on things that they weren't ready for or that they didn't give me permission or once again, invite me to speak on. Right. To bring things to light that they may have known, they may have had wonders about, but I just put it all out there. I literally projected onto their screen, if you will, if like, for example, if we're both sitting in a movie theater and I projected onto a screen, everything, all of the facts and evidence and objectively said, this is what it is. That's what I do. Right. I don't project my own things. And that was the thing that I had to learn as well Is like, am I projecting my own insecurities or negativity or this, that and the other? No, I'm just sharing my perspective. And in doing that, you know, a lot of it has nothing to do with me. There, there are subjects or topics that I may or may not have really experienced, but I have a kind of universal knowledge on. And I'm not saying I'm this like all knowing guru or anything like that, because I'm not. I'm learning more and more every day. But, you know, through understanding who I am as a projector, I understand that I do have information and knowledge. And I think and I view the world in a very different way than many people. The reports that I've seen is that projectors are only 20 percent of the population. Right. That's a fifth. So one in every five person is a projector. It sounds like a lot, but considering the earth, considering energy, how people in certain vibrations and frequencies all kind of attract one another. You know, last year, I probably met well over 10 projectors. It fucking blew my mind because a couple of, for the last couple of years since I've known it, I haven't met a single one. And then all of a sudden, boom. So it's really cool to see this kind of expansion, right? Or this conscious explosion of a deeper understanding of oneself. And one of these ways is once again, human design. So To you, I encourage you, continue to explore, continue to discover yourself, discover who you are, discover what you do and don't like, right? Something else that is a very, very huge monumental part to me of self-discovery is living alone or being alone and having that alone time, right? As a projector, I'm someone who can have great bursts of energy, but once I lose it, it gets very hard for me to regenerate that energy very quickly and to keep that going. So I often have to take breaks, right? Take a nap or like do a lot of work with like five to six hour, maybe eight hour increments and then like go take a nap or like call it a day. But it's going to be incredible, beautiful quality, a passionate, incredible work. I just only can present it in that certain time span. Now me and who I am, I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm gonna go against the grain. I'm gonna make it like 20 hours. I've done that. I've pushed myself to those limits. I can go a little farther, but I'm continuing to learn that. But I'm also understanding once again, myself, I'm trying to create 
a healthy balance between myself as a projector, as a human being, as a Taurus sun, Virgo moon, Capricorn rising, as a son, as an older brother, as a leader in my industry, as a leader at my store, as someone that people look up to, right? There's all these different facets of who we are. And the more and more we are able to integrate and bring those things together, the more powerful we become because we become just so connected to who we are, to what we're here to do. And that's another thing I want to say about human design. Human design really kind of determines the type of work that you put forth or the way that you get the work done in your life in this avatar, right? So once again, I feel like astrology kind of describes the type of avatar that you are and the kind of way that you move and interact with the world. And human design describes the type of work that you do in the world, what you produce, what you create, what you're contributing in this life and in what way you're doing it. Um, it's a fascinating thing. And once again, these aren't absolutes. You don't have to go in this and say, my sun, moon and rising is X, Y and Z, right? Because I feel this way. I think this and I know that that's not how this works. What it comes down to is these are tools to help you understand who you are, right? Because on the other side of the world, I'm in, you know, the US so on the other side of the world, there's what's known as Vedic astrology. Vedic astrology has a completely different turn on how the world works because the world rotates on the, you know, on an axis and there are different planets and uh, constellations aligned when we were born on that side of the world. So we're in completely different signs. I'm in completely different signs. I'm not a triple earth. I think I'm like, my moon sign is like fire. My sun sign is a water or earth. It still stayed earth. And then my rising sign, I think might be another fire. Um, but ultimately what it came down to is that once again, it just proved that as human beings, we are so complex. We are so dynamic. We have just a multitude and plethora of ways to understand who we are. But how often do we really take the time to look it up? How often do we really take that time to learn about ourselves, right? And these last about five to 10 years have really been about shadow work, really facing these dark, deep things within us. And I'll even say the last five years for sure, because ten last 10 years, we were still kind of fucking around. But the last five years have really been about facing the shadow work, seeing the things that are within us and really wanting to heal, right? Wanting to heal wanting to be healed, wanting to be better, wanting to grow, wanting to create opportunities to spend more time with who we want, where we want, when we want. You know, these are the big things that we're focusing on now. And as we continue to grow, there is nothing but expansion and love and integration for us so long as we continue on that journey. Right. And I truly hope that once again, if you're listening to this episode and, you know, you haven't done this knowledge about yourself or any research on who you are, it doesn't have to be astrology it doesn't have to be human design, but look up your roots. Talk with your family. If you're not talking with them, try to do some research. Right. Try to do the ancestry. Try to figure out and understand more of where you come from because it is huge and it can be so empowering and so beautiful, right? Like my grandmother was a hippie on the border between the US and Canada borderline in a commune burning draft cards in the 60s. I was born to be a rebel. I was born with rebellion in me, right? Like my mom went against all expectations and all ideas of what 
she was told she would be when she was younger or the type of woman that she always had believed she would become and is now a dual doctorate professor teaching these younger generation every single day and is making a difference in their lives. Like I couldn't be prouder of my mom. I couldn't be more grateful for my grandmother. I couldn't be more blessed to have an African native side of my family with my father where, you know, I have true African roots that I can call and connect and be able to tap into and say, hey, I wanna learn about this. Very many people specifically of the black community don't have that connection, right? And even if they did have that connection, what would that reciprocation of energy be like from the other side? Would they want to educate you or would they be like, no, you're too American. I'm very, very blessed because I've done the research and I continue to do the research and I want to know. I want to know all the different facets that made Austin who he is. I want to know the different facets of my life and how I can best contribute. I want to be the best version of myself so that I can produce the best work possible. And that's what it all comes down to, right? This journey of self-discovery is how can you become the best version of yourself? And also understand that if you're fine right where you are, that's okay, right? Because ultimately the goal of, you know, that, that self-realization, if you will, right? That self-connection, once you get there and fully integrate, I always like to relate it to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? And his, his highest hierarchy is self-actualization. You're able to actualize, understand, be at peace with yourself, understand your traumas, work through them, be happy, be healthy, but most importantly, be aligned with who you are, your higher self. You've been able to understand and deal and let go and release of the traumas that you've had. And there's a much greater peace within you. That's ultimately the goal, right? This journey of self-understanding, of self-reflection, of self-expansion is really that journey of self-actualization, how you can fully become the best and greatest version of yourself. And once again, it's all up to you. It is your challenge. It is your opportunity. But most importantly, it is your birthright. You are able to do this. You were born to do this. And most importantly, you have every right to do this because we are not what we have just been told in our history books. We are not what we have been told when we select the race and ethnicity. We are not just what we have been told by even our parents and our family members. We are so much greater. We are so much more and we have so much potential for this world, for this life and to be able to create within it. Now, going through this journey of self-discovery, you might find some dark shit. You may find some shit that your family's not proud of, that you're not proud of, and that's okay because it's all part of your story. Embrace your story. Embrace who you are. The good, the bad, the ugly, that is a part of that self-actualization. That is that journey of self-discovery is looking at all of the pieces, seeing how beautiful they are and putting them all together and then stepping back and looking at the great puzzle and the great beauty that is you. Think about that. You know, imagine yourself putting all these puzzle pieces together of who you are, where you come from, your family lineage, your astrology signs, your human design, you know, your genealogy, you know, what your purpose is here. And, you know, once again, that purpose, that's a loaded question because that's, that's a journey that develops over time. So don't be upset if you don't, you know, or think less of yourself if you don't have that now. But once again, you have all these pieces coming together and you put them all in this puzzle. When you get done and you put that final piece and take a step back at your face, it's literally you looking back at you. 
because that is you. You are all of these pieces that came together in all these different ways to make up the very person you are right now, living, breathing, walking around. That is the journey of self-discovery. Now, what I will say is that journey does not happen overnight. It does not happen in a year. It doesn't happen in a month. It doesn't happen in a week. You know, this is a once again everlasting journey. This is an eternal journey that we are on. And we're never going to fully get it all done. When I say self-actualization and that full integration, I don't mean like 100%. You're not 100%ing yourself. This isn't a video game. What I mean is, is that you've gotten to the point to where you're at peace. You're at peace with who you are. You're at peace with what you've done, with what you've experienced, where you've been. You are at peace with you. And you are just fine who you are, talking about your past, talking about the good and bad, and to be able to share those stories and to be able to teach and educate, right? And not like teach a class on you, but be able to share those moments. And whether it be with your friends, your family, your children, future generations, but to be able to use those stories as ways of teaching, right? Ways of uplifting, ways of course guiding or directing, right? To be able to help someone pivot so that they don't make the same actions that you did, right? So they don't make the same choices that you did. Or maybe it's meant for them and that's their journey of self-discovery. Once again, it really isn't up to us. It's up to each and every person and of their own accord. And one thing I will say too is that I would encourage and really implore each and every one of you to be patient with one another as you're on your own self-journey of discovery. Because as we're on our own journey of self-discovery, we're going to learn more about ourselves. And we may need time and space. We may need to be alone. We may need to be together. We may need to be held. We may need to be locked in a fucking room for a couple of hours. Like We're going to go through certain experiences where we're going to need certain things. All I'll ask each and every one of you to do is be patient with one another. Be patient with one another, be there for one another, love one another, and just be that safe space. And I'm not, and especially if your spouses encourage one another to do this research, to speak with family, to understand ancestry, to do the astrology, the human design, and learn about it with each other, right? There's going to, of course, going to be some things that, you know, you want to keep to yourself or learn about yourself. You are completely entitled to do so. But, you know, build with one another, share those moments with each other, have those aha moments and those discovery moments with each other. There is nothing to me more strengthening and beautiful than someone experiencing a new level or aspect of who they are with their loved one right next to them specifically their spouse if it's your wife girlfriend husband boyfriend whomever it is when you have that person there with you and you're able to tackle that together some people need that support right it's it can be tough things for people and they may not want to do it alone right for you to be able to be there with them is fucking monumental so once again have that compassion have that space But most importantly, have that openness to allow people also to step away and to go on their journey of self-discovery. Because you do not own anyone and no one owns you. No one is entitled to you and you are not entitled to anyone. No one deserves you and you do not deserve anyone. Because in those words and in those actions, entitlement is the underlying essence and ownership is that underlying essence we don't own anyone we're not entitled to anything in this world everything is a gift and a blessing and just as quick as it comes as quick as it can go so once again 
relish in these moments appreciate this journey take it one day at a time appreciate the little things that are here and there right take that deep breath take that step back get the macro view and more importantly continue to drive continue to learn continue to expand continue to push yourself beyond the limits of what you thought you were and become exactly and everything that you are meant to be this is a time right now where a lot is changing in the world a lot is changing in the world because we are changing in this world thus we are changing the world the people the ideas the thoughts the way the world light used to run is no longer right it's changed it is transforming every single day now and for a lot of people they're not liking it for another equal number of people they're afraid another equal number of people are happy and another equal number of people are sad but i think overall all of us are just here trying to do our best and we're just trying to figure it out and we're just trying to make sense of this wild wild fuckery that is our every single day and for all of us that's on a spectrum right there's a there's a collective experience and then there's the individual experience and individually once again we've all been experiencing some wild things some wild time and some wild experiences that simple that simple but overall i think that this is a time and place for us to be open on this journey be accepting on this journey be loving on this journey and more importantly be still you know just take a moment to just sit look at the things around you the blades of grass the rocks the rubble the trees the sky no matter how it takes shape or form just look around see the rawness the perfection the unity and everything that's around and how one cannot be here without the other trees can't be here without the earth and the earth and the trees can't be here without the sky there is no sky to witness without the trees and the earth so we have this dance this unity this trinity that is in all of existence we as human beings need oxygen oxygen provides blood flow because of blood flow we are able to then move function and be but without blood flow there's no use of oxygen there is no need or ability for the body to move without oxygen blood is not able to circulate or move so then the body is once again lifeless without a body blood and oxygen have no place to swim they have no place to course they have no place to flow and move so once again there is a function and an experience and an intertwining between all things all things that are here and all that is meant to be but on this journey i ask that once again you give yourself some grace 
some patience, some time, some love, and some appreciation. You are exactly where you're meant to be. You are exactly where you are meant to be. And I am proud of you, and I love you. And know that you are not alone. No matter where you are on this giant globe, you are never alone. I love you. Peace and blessings forever and always and in always and forever. Asheh.